0: It's the Larry Kudlow Show. Free market prosperity starts here. Now, here's Larry Kudlow. Hello, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. Welcome to the Larry Kudlow Show. Great to be with you today. Lots to talk about. Republican wave is developing. The cavalry is coming. Inflation's the number one issue. By the way, you, you can catch us uh, on the Internet. You can live stream us, LarryKudlowShow.com. Run it all across the country around the world, throughout the solar system. We have a terrific solar system following. It's growing by leaps and bounds. And um, please, during the week, please don't forget us. Fox Business News, the name of the show is Cudlow, And it plays from 4 to 5 p.m. every day, Monday through Friday. And if by some crazy reason you can't get it live at 4, just text your favorite 9-year-old, who will teach you how to DVR the show, and you'll never miss a thing. So I want to begin with um, a very simple, direct, straight thought. We have, uh, what, 25 days left until the midterm elections. And my thought here is the number one issue, number one, and frankly, it's number two and three, is inflation. We had a very bad inflation report this week the second straight month, inflation came in higher. Inflation is actually rising, not falling. It's actually getting worse, not better. And I believe Republicans must keep the Biden inflation as the number one issue in their campaign, okay? Nothing matters more than inflation, nothing. Let's make this real simple. You know, I worked for Ronald Reagan many years ago, and he taught us how to make very simple, straightforward uh, policy thoughts and declarations, just a few things. In this case, it is all about inflation. Record high inflation is killing families, it's killing working folks, it's killing take-home pay, it's killing groceries on kitchen tables, and it's killing the economy. And everybody knows it. it is by far the number one issue. And no matter what Joe Biden may say, The reality is the inflation buck started with him and continues on him to this very day. No matter what he says, people know better. They know it from their own experiences. As I say, families are hurting. Budgets are hurting. Working folks are losing weight. Real wages, wages, take-home pay after inflation, down 18 consecutive months. For a loss of about 5%, you're working harder. Your wages may be rising, but the inflation rate is rising more. So you're losing ground. People hate that. Groceries, cars, Medicare, serve all kinds of services, restaurants, you name it. And this was caused by Joe Biden. Joe Biden. When Biden was, excuse me, when Biden was elected, November, December 2020, the inflation rate was barely above 1%. Okay, today it remains over 8. In fact, by the time Biden was inaugurated, the economy was growing about 6.5%. Today, GDP is falling. We had a lot of lousy retail sales number this week besides the inflation hikes. Biden has mangled this economy because he's a socialist, because of his progressive policies. But the key point here, and every poll shows this. This is what I want to go. Polls are here. The Gallup poll, 59 percent, 59 percent of Americans are now concerned about inflation. 38 percent regard it as the number one issue. And I'm going to be honest with you, even though I think crime is a big issue in the cities and across the country. It doesn't come close right now to this inflation. Rasmussen, good pollsters, likely voters, 84% say rising prices will be important in their vote. That includes 77% of Democrats. 60% believe the president's policies are to blame for higher inflation. Okay? It is Biden's inflation. The buck stops here. On him. He tries to worm out of it just like he did yesterday or, or, sorry, Friday. He said the inflation rate is 2%. No, it's not. It was 2% for three months because gas prices fell, which is fine, but of course they're still way above where they were. They're just not $5 anymore. They're closer to $4. They were two and a quarter when he was elected. But apart from that, the inflation rate is 8 or 9 or 10%. Food prices, what, 11%, grocery prices, 13%, food at home, that kind of thing. So it isn't 2%. Earlier, last year, Biden says there was no inflation. Remember that? Then he said it was transitory. Then last summer, this past summer, he tried to say it was zero. Then Friday, he said it's two. I mean, he can't figure it out. The reality is inflation is eating into our incomes and our lives, and it is bringing the economy down. Wrecking the housing market, by the way, with a 7% plus 30-year mortgage. Interest rates are rising. The Federal Reserve is tightening. They're late to the party, but it's just causing more pressures. Stocks are falling. Retirement accounts are falling. Savings are falling. This is the number one issue. And I I may sound simple-minded, but I want to be simple-minded. I want to be simple minded because I I say this and all the guests, people running for the Senate and the House that come on the TV show, I say this. And anybody out there listening, I say this. Don't get involved in distractions. The main issue is not global warming, not by a long shot. It's no longer abortion. Abortion was hot after the Supremes ruled. That's now off the table. It is about inflation. Democrats don't want to talk inflation. Here, in these Senate races, anybody that voted for the so-called Emergency Relief Act in March of 2021, that was the igniter of inflation. Any senator, Democrat, because no Republicans voted for that, any senator, and they all did, they must be held accountable. In these debates, they should be held accountable. And more recently... This so-called Inflation Reduction Act, which is the Inflation Increasing Act, because it's going to spend six, seven billion, $700 billion on uh, various Green New Deal items. It was the Build Back Better bill in a boiled-down version. All the Democrats voted for it. They must be held accountable because it is furthering inflation, worsening inflation. Those two bills. And I will throw into this. Anybody that supports the cancellation of student loans, which is essentially asking middle class people to bail out rich people, that too is inflationary. That's not a $200 billion package as it was originally estimated by Biden. It is at least a $500 billion package and some estimates by these economic models, the University of Pennsylvania and others, because it's a trillion dollars. Emergency relief, build back better, student loan cancellations. These are inflationary policies, inflationary policies. The CPI rose 8.2% for the past year. The producer price PPI, 8.5%. The core CPI, you could take out food and energy at 6.6%, the highest in 40 years. And you shouldn't take out food. You can take out energy didn't take out food. This is inflation. As I say, when Joe Biden was elected president, inflation was barely above 1%. Barely above 1%. And that's why everybody should just focus on this. Everyone, if you're running for the House, focus on inflation. If you're running for the Senate, focus on inflation. It is the number one issue. Number one. Don't make this any harder than it needs to be. Double double-digit food prices, car prices, shelter prices, housing, medical care prices, services prices. Republicans did not vote for 18 straight months of falling real wages. These were Democratic bills, Democratic spending, Democratic borrowing, Democratic failures. It is this whole progressive, utopian, socialist dream which has failed dismally. Failed dismally. Now, look at I know crime is rampant. And I know open borders and illegal immigration. And I know all these crazy race and gender theories and sex theories in schools. And I know defunding the police. And I know playing footsie with America-hating dictators, you know, to get an extra barrel of oil from Venezuela and Iran All right, and I know that uh, we've gone from energy domination to energy dependence. We've given the energy power back to the Saudi OPEC. I think those are all important points. But the overriding point, you have to make this real simple. Picture yourself in a debate. No matter what the Democratic opponent says, you come back to inflation with some numbers, with some family experiences, and they voted for the Biden bills in 2021 and 2022. They voted for it. That includes, you know, my pal Joe Manchin, who's now the most unpopular politician in West Virginia. He's going to lose a seat in a couple of years. It's typical. Mark Kelly in Arizona, he voted for these bills. Warnock in Georgia, he voted for these high inflation bills. Stay on message is what I'm saying. You have a chance here for a wave election. The cavalry is coming. Look this morning, the latest Rasmussen Report poll. There's a likely voters, 2,500 likely voters. The generic ballot, the GOP is now up plus seven on the generic ballot. They were plus three um, a week or two ago. You can see the wave developing. Mark Penn, Democratic pollster, and a very good one was on uh, Fox Business, said the same thing. You can see the wave developing. This election is not about abortion. It is not about climate change. It is about inflation and killing family budgets and killing the economy. What you have to do here is kill inflation. In fact, we can make this a new Bill O'Reilly book, Killing Inflation. That should be his next book. Maybe I'll help him write it. But that is the GOP message. Make it real simple and straight. Do not let up. It is going to give us our country back, that message. It will give us our free market capitalism back, that message. It will give us limited government back, that message. It will give us the tools of regulatory oversight. It will give us the tools to... Look into the politicalization of the FBI and the Justice Department. It'll give us the tools to close the borders again. It'll give us the tools to help parents regain schools. But to do that, you need to win both houses, House and Senate. And to do that, you have to harp on inflation. It is the number one issue. Right now, nothing else much matters